I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Hour number two here. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Brady Cannon at the Visa Studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. It is official. Manchester City won the Premier League. But let's turn our attention back to Southern Hills, the PGA Championship here. And Will Zalatoris, mm-hmm. an interesting name, because you're sweating a Zalatoris outright. I'm sweating a Zalatoris outright. I believe uh, Matt Eumanns, you said, is also Matt Eumanns on Zalatoris. Matt is on Willie Z. James Salinas is on Willie Z. So uh, Team Willie Z here on a Sunday for sure. How should we be feeling heading into this final round? Uh, I, I think I've talked myself into feeling decent about Willie Z. Mm-hmm. And, and, and let's hope that his bad round got out of the way yesterday and he's put that in the rearview mirror um, I, I think it's very possible that he could come back with a bounce-back effort today. You kind of felt that Willie Z was not going to be able to maintain what he was doing the first two days because he is not known as a great putter, and he happened to be putting lights out for the first two days. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of things we see in sports earlier, we were talking about the Warriors turning the ball over or the, the shooting percentage that they've been out to so far. A, a lot of those things regress towards the mean, and that's what happened to Willie Z. He lost strokes to the field putting on Saturday. He was one of the few guys, if you look at like the top 20 or so on the leaderboard, there was only a couple of them that actually lost strokes to the field on the putting greens. And, you know, that's going to lead to a lot of success when you gain strokes putting, especially in a major championship. And unfortunately, it was the undoing of Will Zalatoris on Saturday. Um, so if he can find the putting stroke again, I think he'll be absolutely just fine. Uh, tee to green, ball striking him, and that's one of the reasons I played him to win this week, Femi, is because I felt iron play was going to be probably the most important skill set needed for this particular golf course. And really, that's playing out. If you look at these guys on the leaderboard, it's ball strikers. Mito Pereira, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Will Zalatoris, and Cameron Young. These guys, Seamus Power even a little further down, Justin Thomas. These guys are absolutely iron players, some of the best in the world. So, again, if iron play between all these guys is equal, this could be a little bit of a putting contest, and that doesn't bode well for Will Zalatoris. But if he he putts like he did the first couple of days, Mm -hmm. he'll win the thing. Yeah, I mean, the day two, I believe he was 
perfect 10 feet and in. Like, that's yeah. that's not what we typically see from Will Zalatoris there. So, he does like fast greens, though. We've seen how much success mm-hmm. he's had at Augusta National, and you may get the fastest of the four days today as they continue to dry out with the dry air and the wind and whatnot. So, and, and just the way the, the PGA of America wants to set up the course. These may be the fastest on the stem meter today, mm-hmm. the final round of a major championship. And I think that's probably a good thing for Zalatoris because he's shown that he likes that type of green, what we've seen at Augusta National in his two trips there with a second and a sixth place finish. Well, the CBS coverage just started from Southern Hills. They're seeing the temperature 62 degrees, about 10 to 15 miles per hour, 44% humidity. So it should be decent conditions here. A little bit of wind to deal with, but nothing too crazy. Right, nothing too crazy. Uh, They say 12 miles an hour of wind is when a PGA Tour player has to kind of start considering that there's wind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Less than that, it doesn't make much of a difference to them. 12 miles an hour or greater, that's when they have to start figuring it into their shot. Um, So you're going to see some balls affected, certainly. I imagine there's going to be a gust or two out there as well. Um, But as we talked about a little earlier in the program, I think the conditions, weather-wise, are are a lot more tame today. Um, But as I was just talking about with the green speed and the pin positions, the course may set up even a little bit more difficult. So it's probably about a pretty equal balance to what we've seen the past couple days where maybe it was a little easier to hold the ball on the putting surface, but you had more wind. So, Mm -hmm. you know, give and take a little bit on uh, where the difficulty is coming from. Sunday at a major. I I absolutely cannot wait to see how this thing shakes out later this afternoon. For more awesome analysis like that, Brady is one-third of the Long Shots podcast, so make sure you're checking that out weekly here at VEASAN because really, really good stuff there, and it's paid to to listen so far this season. You guys have been cashing outrights, it feels like, every week. Well, it's gotten, unfortunately, (laughs) cold ever since we left the West Coast. The the West Coast (laughs) swing was unbelievable. We did nearly hit every tournament, and the one I missed was Will Zalatoris in a playoff to Luke list at Torrey Pines, but uh, between Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, and myself, we were absolutely on fire on the West Coast. Now, unfortunately, it's been about a dozen tournaments where we haven't had the outright. We're hoping we can cash one today. Well, we hope we can cash on the ice as well later on this morning. We have three game threes in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs here. And the first one, puck drop in about 30 minutes over in Tampa Bay. The two-time defending champion, Lightning, hosting the Florida Panthers. The Panthers have the best record in the NHL this season, but they find themselves in the uncomfortable position going down 0-2 and now being on the road. Tampa Bay minus 105 on the money line. The Panthers minus 115. They are the favorites here with the total set at 6.5. And the champions, the Lightning, we saw them show that championship medal against Toronto. Here they are so far taking business against Florida. But do you think that the Panthers could possibly come back and get into the series here, game three? They are the favorites here on the road. I, I definitely think that they can come back in this series. And, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if they got the W today and made this thing 2-1. to one. Um, but uh, I think it is so hard to go against Tampa Bay. I played Tampa Mm. Bay in game one when they were a pretty good-sized dog. I want to say it was like plus 145 or something like that, which I found very surprising. Vasilevsky has maybe been the MVP of the entire hockey playoffs so far. Just remarkable what this guy can do. And uh, Tampa Bay, I mean, absolutely just showing that championship medal. Uh, The two-time defending champion is awful tough to knock out. And the Florida Panthers have yet to score a single goal uh, in this series here with a power play. A complete offer on the power play are the Florida Panthers. So they've got to change that. And I think, you know, we talk about this in a lot of sports, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, what have you. Maybe it's good to get out of their own building. Mm-hmm. I think that'll possibly take a little bit of pressure off the Florida Panthers. Obviously, they've been feeling the pressure there at home without getting a single win so far in this series. Maybe getting out of Dodge, getting away from the the, the boos and the jeers and that type of thing that they've probably been receiving, having gone down two games to none. Sometimes that can be a good thing, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if they got the win here coming up here in about a half hour. Yeah, it's a tough spot for them, but I mean, we know that we talked about kitchen sink with the Dallas Mavericks and the type of performance or with the Boston Celtics coming up in game four. This is going to be a kitchen sink performance for the Florida Panthers here because if they lose this game, uh, and we've seen it happen to where a team can come back, but it is just very, very unlikely they're going to come back from down 0-3 without having that home ice there. So I think uh, this matchup is closer than one team being up 2-0, yeah. too, right? You know, I mean, it, it, similar to the Celtics and the Miami Heat, uh, you know, everybody wanted to crown the, the Boston Celtics as the – 
team that had the huge advantage in that series. I don't think the the Tampa Bay Lightning have a huge advantage. Let's not misread the fact that they're up 2-0. Like you said, uh, Florida had the best record in the regular season. They're no pushover. And the market's sort of indicating that at BetMGM, the series price, the Panthers, without having home ice, now down 0-2, plus 290. So the market's indicating that this Florida team can get back into this series here. The Lightning minus 375 on the other side. Uh, we'll get to the other NHL games throughout the show, but we have some baseball games we got to get to. we got to go rapid fire here. A number of games getting underway in 30 minutes, starting with the Tampa Bay Rays and the Baltimore Orioles here. The Rays minus 175 on the road in Baltimore. Orioles plus 145 with a total of nine runs. I actually played the Tampa Bay Rays. Corey Kluber and company going up against Spencer Watkins and Kluber's had great success in his career against the Baltimore Orioles. Who hasn't, right? But uh, Corey Kluber, the problem with Kluber is he had not been, he has not been getting the run support from the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Orioles, you know, they're actually a halfway decent team, Febby. They do have a lot of young talent. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds me of what we used to say about the Toronto Blue Jays. And, and maybe you can also say the same thing about the Miami Marlins, that this team might just be a couple, three seasons away from being really good in that American League East division, which ought to be uh, just a wild division in a couple seasons. I think uh, Toronto's only going to get better. We know the Yankees and the Rays don't seem to change, nor do the Red Sox. They're always a contender with all the money that they spend and everything, all the money that they have. But um, I I believe that there's a big advantage here with Spencer Watkins. I, I think the guy has a good arm and he's got good stuff. But I think he just makes too many mistakes and leave ball, leaves balls out over the plate. I think Kluber will get some run support today. I actually laid the price with the Rays. Seattle Mariners are taking on the Boston Red Sox at Fenway Park. First pitch in 25 minutes. They're Boston minus 135 at home. The Mariners plus 110. Total sitting at 9.5 with the juice on the over at minus 115. The Red Sox finally get out of the cellar in the American League East and give that title back to the Baltimore Orioles. Nathan Eovaldi was really shaky in his last outing, uh, gave up a lot of runs. He was roughed up badly by the Houston Astros. I expect him to bounce back. Uh, I don't like to fade Nathan Eovaldi too often. Uh, But then on the other side, you've got Logan Gilbert, who's been fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think if I had to do anything with this game, I would probably play under the total. The Dodgers and the Phillies will conclude things here in the city of brotherly love. The Phillies plus 115 at home. Dodgers minus 140 on the road. Another total sitting at nine and a half. But the juice, though, on this game towards the under. Yeah, you know, both of these pitchers are pretty good. Tony Gonsolin has been out to a great start. Although Zach Eflin in his career has really struggled against the Los Angeles Dodgers. 0-3 with an ERA of almost 9. So maybe uh, consider that before you run to the window and hammer the under in this game. Uh, The Dodgers are obviously on a heck of a run right now. They've won eight in a row. And it's an interesting dynamic here for the Philadelphia Phillies. They are going on the road. This is a getaway day for Philadelphia. Okay, they've been on a homestand. They will be on the road at Atlanta to play the Braves, a division opponent on Monday. And about that loss on Saturday, uh, Josh Towers and I were doing the bet center. Mm -hmm. There was a point when it was the fifth inning and the Phillies were up four to one and the Dodgers were plus 575 in the live market. They come back (laughs) and hand Philadelphia a loss. Can Philadelphia get back up off the mat after that brutal beatdown that they had on Saturday? And then with the thought of traveling as well, I think it's a tough spot for Philadelphia. I did not play the game. We have a few more games we got to get to, and we'll get to them on the other side. But we'll also talk a little Game 3 Eastern Conference. They're Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. We touched on it a little bit, but I think we should further explore Game number th- game number 4, I should say, there for the Eastern Conference Finals with the Miami Heat leading the series 2-1. to one. We're just getting warmed up. We're getting lathered here in hour number 2 on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Don't go away, though. You're watching VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. So visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe, Brady Cannon. We're hanging out here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Going over this MLB card here. Game's about to get underway in about 30 minutes, 20 minutes now. And let's pick it up with the Cincinnati Reds and the Toronto Blue Jays. North of the border, the Blue Jays, minus 250 on the money line. The Reds, plus 200. We had our guest, Sean Zerillo, on. He said he lost a lot of money on this Reds mm-hmm. team in the month of April. I know a lot of people made some money fading them, even on the run line, for that matter. But the total sits at 8.5 there with the juice, minus 115. You know, I agree with Sean in the sense that this price is probably too big uh, on the mm-hmm. Blue Jays. And I think the only play I could make is on the underdog here. The Blue Jays, by the way, going for their first series sweep of the season and uh, not a bad opponent to try and get it done against here in the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> but, you know, it was so easy to fade the Reds uh, for the first month of the season. But now I think they're a tough team to figure out because they started to win a few games. And are they going? And now, obviously, they're looking at being swept here by the Blue Jays. But are they going to rebound? Are they going to go downhill once again? I'm not so sure. Uh, you say Kikuchi was very good in his last outing, uh, went six scoreless innings. Uh, for the Reds, they will counter with Graham Ashcraft, who is making his major league debut. And I think that's a tough thing to handicap as well. It can either go real bad, you know, he kind of succumbs to the pressure and that stage that he finds himself on, or it can be very advantageous when the other team has not seen this guy ever pitch before and they're very unfamiliar with his stuff. And sometimes that'll have them baffled for at least, you know, a few times through the lineup. So I stayed away from this one, but I could probably only bet the red legs at better than $2, better than plus 210. Let's go to Cleveland, Northeast Ohio, where the Guardians are minus 190 favorites against the Detroit Tigers. The Tigers plus 155. The total is at seven with the juice towards the over at minus 115. Yeah, I think the over kind of makes a little sense if you're seeing the money come in that way. You know, again, Sean mentioned that Shane Bieber, outside of his Cy Young Award winning year, really hasn't been all that unstoppable. And, and, you know, this guy always comes associated with a price, too, because of that Cy Young Award. 
victory. Alex Fado is a rookie, and I thought Sean did a good job of saying, you know, these pitchers are probably a lot closer when you look at the stats than, than maybe the betting line would indicate. I don't have a play on this game. The Tigers, I do have a bet against them as far as their season win total. I went under. That looks real good right now, but we know that they turned it around in a big way last season in the second half. Um, I, I don't really, I, I do believe the price is probably a little inflated on Bieber, um, but I don't really want to back the Tigers here either. We will be rooting for your Cleveland Guardians there. Hopefully that Tigers win total under can cash at season's end. The Braves are in South Beach taking on the Miami Marlins. 21 minutes first pitch there. The Miami Marlins minus 120. The favorites, the Braves, even money the other way here with the total sitting at 7. The juice on the over at minus 120. Yeah, I'd be looking at Sandy Alcantara here and the Atlanta Braves, or excuse me, the Miami Marlins to avoid the sweep at home. And I think that's a common thing that you can look at really at any time during the the week, what have you. But I think on Sunday, it seems to even maybe carry more weight in my mind. And, you know, both of these teams are pretty decent. Only a game separates them in the standings. Now, Mm -hmm. the Braves have won eight of their last nine in Miami, but I'm going to say make it eight out of ten today. I did not play the Marlins, but that's the side I really like here. Alcantara, I've been a fan of this guy uh, really for the last three seasons or so. And I I think with their ace on the hill, uh, Miami finds a way to avoid the sweep today. All right, let's turn our attention back to the association, the NBA playoffs. We have game three of the Western Conference finals later this evening between the Warriors and Dallas Mavericks. But game four tomorrow night in Boston, it's going to be a raucous environment there at the TD Garden. The Heat, they lead the Celtics 2-1 in this series, getting that game three crucial victory last night there behind the efforts of Bam Adebayo. The Game 4 market, though, is interesting because we saw some 7s really populate early this morning. At BetMGM, it's been hanging out at 6.5 pretty much the entire day. But in the market here around town, the South Point, Circa, DraftKings, wherever, those 7s are disappearing. Now it's back down to 6.5 there. So some buy-in on the Miami Heat to keep this thing closer. The total, though, sitting at 208.5 there. Your thoughts, Game 4, with the Heat trying to take a commanding series lead here tomorrow night. I I really have no idea on the total. Um, I I can't get a great feel. You and I talked about this a little earlier. We have two teams that are so rooted in defense, and yet all of their games have gone over the total. So I I really kind of want to stay away from that. But I absolutely agree with the move that you talked about with it coming down off of the seven. I think we know that Boston's going to get so much, I, I would say, percentage of the ticket count. Maybe not the handle, but there's going to be so many people that feel, and it is a must-win situation for the Boston Celtics. And and I think you and I both probably agree, Femi, that, you know, at least on paper and maybe even outside of, of what's on paper, that the Celtics overall are probably the better team by a slight edge. Uh, and, you know, when the betting public knows that, combined with the fact that really it is a must-win situation, that's where their money's going to go. And when this thing went to seven, I mean, it opened at six and a half on, on Saturday uh, for game three, right? And we saw it bet all the way down to five, and certainly that uh, you know held out to be true as the Heat won the game outright. Um, and and when this thing got to seven, I imagine that's some pretty sharp action that took this thing back down because yeah. I said it earlier in our conversation when we were talking about this game. This line is probably inflated because the books are protecting themselves a little bit. They know that people are going to come in droves to the window. Oh, the Celtics have to win. Zigzag theory. Give me nothing but the Celts. So I I think this line was probably bumped up a little bit, and now some wise guys have come come in and maybe taken that number. Uh, Who knows? Maybe we'll get to six before this is all said and done. I'm really fascinated by some of these exactas in the NBA playoffs here. We have some NBA futures exact outcomes. And the Golden State Warriors to beat the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals are plus 260. Plus 280 the Warriors are to beat the Boston Celtics. So that just goes to show you how closely the market views the Heat and the Celtics. A good point. Great point it's, by you right there. Yeah, because like the, the Heat now, they regain home court advantage after winning Game 3 here. The Celtics to beat the Warriors is plus 325. Then the Heat to beat the Warriors plus 350. So the market is probably telling us Dallas is the distant four team. And you see that indicated in the NBA Finals odds right there with the Mavericks 18-1 to to win the finals here. And they haven't even played a home game so far in this series. So if you kind of like Dallas to do what they did last round, maybe sprinkle a little bit on 18-1 to to win the NBA Finals. But would you play any of these exact outcomes at this juncture of the playoffs? Now that we're here and there's only a number 
number of outcomes that are possible, do you think there's any valuable price on the board? Well, you know, maybe you play I, – I, I think the Warriors are the deserved favorite uh, to mm-hmm. win it all. Okay, so maybe you could play both the Warriors beat the Heat and the Warriors beat the Celtics. Yep. And and you're getting almost three to one on both of them. I think if you could find three to one on both of them, maybe you take a shot that way. Uh, I have a ticket on the Warriors to win it all at eleven to one that so I bet. It's sitting pretty good. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, I've I've told some people, and you of course know this. Uh, some friends and family where I was earlier in the week were asking me about that, and I said, you know, you just hope to be in a position where you can guarantee yourself a profit and have a nice hedge situation, mm-hmm. and and I should have that. Uh, if the Warriors make it into the finals. Um, but if I did not have that ticket, I, I would maybe look at playing the Warriors to win, you know, kind of take your pick of either exacted there, play them both, uh, and, and, you know, obviously good, decent plus money on both of them. Yeah, I'm not quite sure who would have the home court advantage in a Warriors Heat series. They both finished 53 and 29. Yeah, it come I was down thinking to a tie about breaker. that too. The, the Heat finished as a higher seed. Yes. Okay, so I thought the Heat would probably have the home court advantage in that scenario, but the Warriors will have it over the Celtics. Yes, they will have it over the Boston Celtics. So that's a key thing to keep in mind as well there. So he, the Warriors over the Heat is the favored exact outcome here with the Miami Heat taking that 2-1 series lead here. Do you have any NBA Finals MVP tickets in your pocket, anything like that? Steph I Curry don't. right now is the I favorite. Don't. Curry's the favorite. I mean, which is crazy. Do you, t- do you yeah. take a stab with Kevon Looney or jo- how about Jordan Poole? I, that's that's the one that is intriguing to me. Jordan Poole's twenty to one. Clay Thompson maybe twelve to one if he can get hot in a few of those games there because. The Warriors have won three titles. Curry's never won Finals mm-hmm. MVP. Now maybe that narrative helps him win the award. Of like, the writers like, point. okay, he no. deserves to be a Finals exactly. MVP. Exactly, and, after and we this know there's, uh, you know, this this becomes subjective for people. <laughs> Very you know, much so. Right? So no, that that's absolutely part of the handicap. You have to take into account things like that when you you know, when you have awards that are being voted on. Um, I think Jordan Poole is a player I would look at at twenty to one. Luka Doncic is 20 to 1 to win the finals MVP. The Mavericks are 18 to 1 to win the finals. I think it's directly correlated. The Mavericks are going to win the finals. It's Luka Doncic is pretty much 99 out of 100 times going to be the MVP of that series there. So if you like Dallas to win the championship, just bet Luka Doncic 20 to 1 to win finals MVP. It's not a massive difference, but you get a little bit better of a price there. What's uh, what's Jason Tatum? Jason Tatum is plus 450, and the Celtics are plus 325. That could be a little trickier, though, because Jalen Brown's there. I'd love to take a longer shot. Yeah. You know, in a market like that, I wouldn't want such a short price. Smart's 25 to 1. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $39. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Brady Cannon here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. To wrap up our discussion in the last segment, the Golden State Warriors will have home court advantage against either the Boston Celtics or the Miami Heat. The Warriors swept the Heat in the regular season. And to help us talk more Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, for that matter, he is a sports columnist at Bay Area News Group. He is Dieter Kurtenbach, who we welcome in here this morning on Betting Across America. Dieter, we appreciate you joining us here this a.m. And I want to start with what we saw Friday night before we get into tonight's game. What was your biggest takeaway from the second half of Game 2 between the Mavs and the Warriors? Experience matters. I don't know how much it matters, but it certainly mattered a whole great deal in that game. Um, the Warriors were able to just stick to their game plan, right? They didn't make dramatic adjustments. They didn't deviate from what they wanted to do from the get-go, but didn't bring enough energy to execute and weren't executing on the offensive end. Um, Steve Kerr said after the game that 
NBA games take forever, essentially. <laughs> and he proved to be right once again. I, I have seen this play out as we saw in game two too many times in person to, to truly be surprised by that kind of a comeback. Not because the Warriors have some incredible comeback ability, but because of the style of play of the Dallas Mavericks, which is slow and methodical on the offensive end and very reliant on the three-point shot falling, is very reminiscent of a certain team from Houston, Texas, who not that long ago went 0 for 27 from beyond the arc in the second half and allowed the Warriors for seemingly the the seventh time in a seven-game series uh, and and so many times before that in their other playoff matchups come back from like a 15-point deficit. So uh, if it was another team that played a different style, it would have been a lot more surprising. But again, when when Mavericks, I almost called them the Rockets, that's that's how deep it is embedded in my brain. But when the Mavericks make all of those three-pointers in the first half, you have to imagine some regression to the mean, even though they're open looks. And that regression came at the same time that Steph Curry showed up in the second half and the Warriors' defense uh, Got, got to a different level. But Dallas is going to keep getting open looks. It's just a question uh, that they go in. Uh, make or miss league is what they say. You need more than that to go to the NBA Finals, but you certainly don't need more than that to win a game or two at home. Dieter, do you feel the Warriors are susceptible to laying another egg like we saw them do a couple of times against the Memphis Grizzlies? Once at home and they got away with it, they were able to come back and sneak out a win. I believe that was game three. And then there was a game in Memphis where they just laid a complete egg and they got blown out. It feels to me like the Warriors could do that again here in Dallas for this game three with the Mavericks down 2-0 in the series. Do you, do you find that to be possible for this team, or do you think that was just Memphis and they've got a big advantage over the Mavericks? I don't think that those concepts are necessarily mutually exclusive. I, I totally get where you're coming from, and I don't think it's in any way off base, but having watched this team for 100-plus games, of course they can lay an egg. That's their thing. They love playing careless basketball. They <laughs> love turning the ball over. They love not bringing intensity on the defensive end. Like That's, that's their shtick. And we saw, I believe it was actually in game four of the Memphis series, which meant that they went back-to-back absolute duds. Uh, Steph Curry said after the game that he felt like they were channeling the Sacramento Kings, which is not a compliment. Uh, and, and then in game five, they trailed by 55 points. So uh, legitimately, sometimes it, it almost doesn't surprise me anymore if the Warriors, the most surprising thing, how about I say this? The most surprising thing I've seen in this series was the Warriors getting off to a good start in game one. That, that stunned me. I hadn't seen it in forever. So the chances of them laying an egg, exceptionally high. And Dallas, listen, Dallas is going to do what Dallas does. That is a very, you know, it's a methodical offense. Their defense doesn't have the dudes to stop the Warriors, but the Warriors are very good at stopping themselves. And you know Dallas is bringing it tonight. You'd like to think, if you're somebody who supports the Warriors, if you're someone who's around the team, hell, if you're somebody who just likes self-respecting basketball, you'd like to think that the Warriors would understand that Dallas is going to bring it tonight, that Dallas is going to come out punching, that role players play better at home, and that the home crowd is going to uh, carry them a little bit, and and that the three-pointers are going to fall at home more than they do on the road. You'd like to think all of these factors would get the Warriors to the point where they come out and they're really bringing the energy and they're really playing crisp basketball to start because they know the margin for error is so small, even with them. But that doesn't mean they're going to do it. That's just not their thing. We're speaking with Dieter Kurtenbach, sports columnist over at the Bay Area News Group here. And Dieter, you mentioned, will the Warriors be able to come out with that respectable effort? Well, the betting market thinks that they might have a chance at doing that. Earlier this morning, the Mavericks were favored by three pretty much across the board. But now, across the board, and even here at BetMGM, it's down to two and a half. So we're seeing some of that buy-in on Golden State there, catching three points earlier today. Warriors two-and-a-half-point dogs. The total is at 217-and-a-half. Do you agree with that movement with betters getting in on Golden State once that number got to three? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I've actually thought that that line was a little favorable to Dallas. Um, Again, I know home court is worth something in these playoffs, but when you're playing, I really don't like spreads during the playoffs, and I really don't like spreads during – 
a series where one team is so reliant on the three point shot, which I guess during these playoffs is damn near every team. But you know that, that I mean, the two and a half point margin for a team that's shooting fifty something three pointers a game that that's there's too much variance built in. Uh, not not surprised at all though that we're seeing some Warriors buyback. Uh, one Andrew Wiggins's ankle situation, which came to light yesterday. Uh, seems to be much ado about nothing. He goes through, went through a shoot around today. They say he's totally fine. He says that he doesn't really feel anything now. It's not a problem. Wiggins has always been very keen on reporting injuries and not really, <laughs> never really showing up as an issue on the court. So I, I'd imagine that that was a, I don't know if it's crying wolf because you appreciate a guy being forthright and honest, but I think most guys wouldn't have reported that into the Warriors or the NBA, and uh, Andrew Wiggins is, I guess, just a good Canadian boy who's going to do what <laughs> what he thinks is right, and that's report his own injuries. Um, so credit to him for, for being honest and straightforward. Um, but it, prob- it probably did affect the line a little bit, uh, maybe to even that half point, which sounds about right. Andrew Wiggins, primary defender on Luka Doncic, he's been incredible. Catch-and-shoot guy, he can put the ball on the floor a little bit. He's been really vital to this Warriors effort to get to two games away from the NBA Finals. And if he wasn't there tonight, I would really like Dallas. I think I like Dallas in general. Um, I'd take the over, though, on that 217, if, if I remember that number correctly. Uh, again, just too many three-pointers going up to feel like this is going to be a game that's going to be low-scoring by general NBA standards. Dieter, a couple minutes left here. I wanted to get your thoughts on really the emergence, not so much for Jordan Poole. This guy's really been doing it all season long. But all of a sudden, Kavon Looney is putting together double-doubles, 20 points and 12 rebounds, you know, a few games in a row, it seems like, with those type of numbers. Uh, I've seen some people say that Jordan Poole is really the fly in the ointment for the Dallas Mavericks and the way they're able to defend. How about these two players, Looney and Poole? They seem like a couple really key ingredients that make the difference for the Warriors being a team that gets to the finals versus a team that's going to win the finals. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. And, and the matchups are everything, right? Like that's just playoff basketball. Uh, you get seven games and maximum to, to really lock in on the tendencies and the abilities of the other team that you're playing. And uh, let's start with Jordan Poole on this front. He's a ball handler who can get to the rack. Right, the Warriors have one other guy who's like that. His name is Steph Curry, and Steph Curry is being double teamed every time he comes down the floor. Um, Dallas doesn't have a rim protector. Full stop. They don't have one. They barely play a center. The guys that they are playing at center, like Max Kleba, actually, I had a really nice game too. He's not stopping anybody at the rack. He's not stopping anyone from getting to the rack. He's out there because he's a really good shooter, and because you need four shooters around Luka Doncic, who's just going to try to back someone down for the first 20 seconds of the shot clock and either he'll shoot or he'll dish it out to somebody who in theory is wide open for three. So that's why Kleba's out there. That's why Dwight Powell's out there. That's why Davis Bertans is out there. They're not there to stop anybody from scoring at the hoop. And Dallas's matchup zone, uh, as impressive as it was in the regular season, it's not that complicated to break down when you have the concentrated game planning that goes on in the postseason. So Poole being a dribble guy, that's huge. Looney, you know, he's taking full advantage because he's the only real center out on the floor. It warms my heart because he's been an underrated player for a very long time. Glad he's getting his shine. He is Dieter Kurtenbach, sports columnist over at Bay Area News Group. Dieter, we appreciate you joining us this evening, and uh, good stuff as always. We'll talk soon. All right, on the other side, NFL win totals. Are we betting on or against? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and value perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. So sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Brady Cannon here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. And we got a little bit of news out of the National Football League this morning here as it pertains to the Cleveland Browns. Jadavian Clowney, the free agent pass rusher, was with Cleveland last year, had nine sacks for that Browns defense, has agreed to a deal to return to Cleveland. It's a one-year deal, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, one year worth $11 million. So the Browns sure up those bookend pass rushers with Clowney and Miles Garrett on the other side. And let's start with this Browns team as it pertains to win totals and other discussions because I think they're a really interesting team this season. They made the acquisition of Deshaun Watson earlier this offseason there, given the fully guaranteed $230 million contract. But Watson has started to have his talks with the NFL. There's discussions of how long he's going to be suspended. I think we all think he's going to be suspended. We just don't know how long or when he's going to be suspended. But let's say that Watson is suspended four, six, maybe even eight games. Who knows how long? How can we attack the Cleveland Browns in the betting market? And this is a team that you maybe look to bet against early on here in the offseason before the news eventually breaks. Well, you know, I, I like the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I like their head coach, obviously, Stefanski mm-hmm. winning coach of the year a couple seasons ago. And, you know, I think they were certainly set up for some regression last season. When Stefanski got there in his first year, they exceeded their season wins of the year prior by five games. And, And so that's a huge jump. So it was not necessarily surprising to see them fall back a little bit last year. Now, a lot of that had to do with injury, but However it happens, it seems to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like the Super Bowl loser effect and what that did to the San Francisco 49ers. They were decimated by injury after that loss to the Kansas City Chiefs in 2019. But whatever it is, it seems like when a team goes one way, they're bound to go the other way. And so Cleveland, we saw that happen to them last season. But I like the fact that they went and got Clowney signed. I, I don't know how much interest there was with him otherwise, uh, with other teams around the NFL. But obviously they've... They like him. They paid him pretty handsomely there with a one-year deal worth $11 million. And I think the success that he had last year has a ton to do with the fact that Miles Garrett is on the other side mm-hmm. because teams have to really focus on Garrett, who's probably the best pass rusher in the league. Uh, so I think that's good for them that they get Clowney on the other side. The Deshaun Watson thing, it, it's just so hard. I mean, do you just go right now and bet against the Browns in game one because you figure he's – He's at least not going to play in game one, probably. 
he may play the whole season. You, you just don't yeah. know. To answer your question, the way I would bet on or against the Cleveland Browns, the bet I like is the Baltimore Ravens to win the division. Mm-hmm. I, I believe Cleveland is the favorite to win the division. Yeah. Cleveland is the favorite to win the division. Obviously, you have the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, the Super Bowl loser. We know how that goes. I just mentioned the 49ers. It typically does not go great for the team that loses the Super Bowl, and I think that's because you climb, you work so hard to climb that mountain and get to that uh, precipice, and, and then it doesn't work out, and, and it's a hangover. It's tough. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't think they're quite ready yet. You know, life without Ben going forward. Uh, you have the Cleveland Browns, and it's, I believe, a, a, an excellent team on paper, but still maybe a little bit of a mystery at how things are going to work out with their quarterback. And and I really like the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens, I think, are a safe bet just about any year. They're such a good organization, one of the best in the NFL, one of the best coaches in the NFL, and they had an outstanding draft as well. Yeah, think about how bad things had to go last year for the Ravens to go 8-9. and nine. I mean, they start the training camp, you're losing J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Marcus Peters. I think it was all at the same practice, or, or two of them were at the same practice. Well, it it then, happened, like, in the same week. Yeah. I know that. It, it, was, it was crazy. And then Ronnie Stanley never really got right. So he should be fine now after another surgery this offseason. Then you still go eight and three, and then if Lamar Jackson goes down. You can't overcome that, and they go. Yeah, they eight were and remarkable. I mean, their secondary was yeah. was beaten yeah, up. Marlon and Humphrey, yep. And then uh, and Tyler Huntley, boy, did he impress me. He did he boy was, that he was that really guy good. was a gamer and, and and won him a couple games for the Baltimore Ravens. And now I, I think this team. You, you you make a good point. You know, as bad as things were for this team last year, especially injury wise, they still almost made the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so I I think they're probably ready for a rebound this year. And it sounds like Deshaun Watson. So he met to go back to the Cleveland side of this thing. He met with some of the league officials this week. Is supposed to meet with them again this upcoming week in a decision. Watson's camp feels will come at some point in June, maybe even July before training camp starts. So it's we have a little bit of time to kind of figure out how we want to play this. I do like your strategy of playing Baltimore. And you might some people might go out there and bet both Baltimore and Cleveland and maybe just get it down to make a new bet of even money of like, hey, one of these two teams to win the division, I don't think it's going to be Cleveland. That could be another way to do it with both of them because right now at BetMGM, all three teams are plus 200 to win the division here at BetMGM with the Pittsburgh Steelers being plus 850. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a different opportunity here. I, I think uh, you, you bring up something to think about there because I, I am definitely not on Cincinnati or Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And, and I think at this point I would not be on Cleveland just because it's an unknown. But you yeah. can take a little bit of a gamble with that one. Uh, and I, I believe that you know if things work out well for Deshaun Watson – uh, and, and, you know, you always have to – when you play the futures market, you always have to cross your fingers that injuries aren't a problem. Yes. Right? But, uh, no, I, I think Cleveland and Baltimore are the deserved favorites in the division. Uh, the other half, the other two teams, uh, would be my go against. We talked about – because Baltimore classifies as a potential worst-to-first candidate. Now, it's not a true last-place mm-hmm. team, but they finished in last place in the AFC North a year ago, but that was kind of a very condensed division there with uh, two of those teams making it to the playoffs and the Bengals going all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, is there another team that you think might be able to go from worst to first? Denver is also in that category mm-hmm. in the AFC. And in the NFC, those teams are – It's you got to plug your nose if you want to get one of those ones. It's like the Giants, the Lions, the Panthers. The those Seahawks. Sets of Seahawks are in that, in that category as well. But any team that finished last place last year that think that they can make that jump and be a division champion? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to go down the, the Denver Bronco road. But I tell you, the third-place team, I think, might be something to look out for, and that's our Las Vegas Raiders. You think so? I I think they could surprise some people. Um, I I love the fact that they brought the Patriots type of regime, Mm -hmm. you know, in town. I mean, obviously, that business model's worked pretty well over the years. I think uh, Josh McDaniel getting his second chance, you know, we had that chance way back when with the Denver Broncos. It did not go perfectly, but he's had so many years since then to just learn more, and I think think his second go-around will be successful. Uh, I, I like some of the pieces that the Raiders have added in the offseason. Um, you know, and 
Derek Carr, people might not have really noticed because the Raiders haven't done a ton in the last couple of seasons, but this guy, meanwhile, has put up MVP-type numbers. Yeah. Uh, he, he's been tremendous. So I, I think the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders could surprise a lot of people. The, the tough part about – I was starting to look at, like, making bets for conference uh, futures, you know, the winner of the NFC or the AFC, stuff like that, just if mm-hmm. there was anything that, that, you know, I took a liking to. Probably the best two two divisions in football, the AFC West and the NFC West. They not only are they going to beat up on you know within themselves within their division, they're going to beat up on one another too because those two divisions play each other. When you yeah. saw the schedule come out, the AFC West plays the NFC West. So boy, <laughs> it's tough just, sledding for those teams. The, 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 absolutely, those eight teams are going to be beaten up because it's nothing but great competition that they're going to face week in and week out. Yeah, the way I've gone about like any sort of futures portfolio is to identify teams outside of those divisions just because I agree. I'm looking at them like who can get a number one seed in a conference that's not really expected? Is it a Baltimore that can get a number one seed? But the North is also difficult. In the NFC, is it somebody like Philadelphia with a very manageable schedule there in the NFC East and a favor in the Dallas Cowboys that's a little bit vulnerable after what we saw this offseason? And so it's one of these teams, maybe it's Indianapolis in the South. I was just going to say the AFC South. Yeah. Too, you know? Yeah. I, I think it's a good strategy. I, it's really difficult. Even, even as good as those teams look from the AFC West and the mm-hmm. NFC West, boy, you're going to be, you're going to look like a, a battered and bruised fighter coming out yeah. that, uh, coming out of that division, either one of those divisions. So I, I would go your route and probably look to an easier path. Yeah, the, the path is really what is critical, and we focus sometimes and get the narrow focus on what is the team, what is the team, but you also have to look at that team's path because even though the Rams won the Super Bowl last year, they still had to go on the road in a playoff game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Things broke their way to where San Francisco knocked off Green Bay to where they got to host the host right. NFC title right. game, but they very easily could have had to take a trip to Lambeau Field for the NFC Championship, but the path is what really counts as much when you look at these futures markets here. On the the other side we begin our number three going back to southern hills pga championship time to make some money we hope this is v sin the sports betting network whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze handicappers to analyze handicappers to analyze handicappers. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 